Hey, today we're gonna be discussing five mistakes that I made in business that you can avoid. Are you ready? Okay. Well, number one, I didn't learn how to set up a professional managed business uh, early enough. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, you don't know what you don't know. And uh, because I did not know what I needed to know for many years, I just did not set up a professional managed business. Let me explain. I had unproductive employees. Um, their mindsets were just unproductive. And I did very little to control that. Uh, I did not know how to hire properly. There was a blurry vision as to where I or we were going. I had very few processes or systems in place. Leadership, it was very weak. I, I was trained in leadership in the Marine Corps, but when you put that with small business and how to run a small business, I had very little skills in leadership for running a small business. It was my way or the highway, and that doesn't go too well, you guys. We did enough to get by, but we were losing money for many years. I didn't understand my financial reports. I, I didn't understand profit and loss. I didn't understand balance sheets. And it, I just was not a professionally managed business. So that was mistake number one of not being set up properly um, not being trained properly, not being educated. All those are my fault. I had to, I should have taken responsibility and made those things happen. You know, it wasn't until eight years into business, I started taking an entrepreneurial class and, and how to be a president's course, how to be a president of your company. It was eight years until I got into stuff like that. And then when I got in, I went all in. And I learned a lot, you know, since then. But the first eight years was very rough. So, number two, I thought I had to have everything perfect. And I looked at mistakes um, as I was failing. So, that's not a healthy way to operate. You see, I had a business coach early in business, was one of my customers, but not the right one. And I listened to poor counsel for too long of a time. And I really needed to have a stronger business coach in the area of starting a home service business and just what to do and what not to do and those types of things. I was also more concerned with failing and what others thought than focusing on succeeding. So some of this thought process may have came from the way I was raised or what was said to me at a younger age or stuff like that. But anyway, I was more concerned with failing. What if I fail? What will people think of me if I fail? And little did I know that failing, you know, making mistakes was part of growth and actually part of succeeding later. 
I never took a class on the benefits of making a mistake or failing. And look at Henry Ford. I mean, he was the father of the moving assembly line and the legendary car maker. He failed in three of his first business attempts. Henry Ford failed in the first three business attempts. Walt Disney is also not an exception to failure. He failed several times and almost went bankrupt after he successfully began making films. I did not have or could not find the right people to talk to at the time. I'm talking about the first eight years in business. Um, I did write three letters to three large heating and air conditioning companies outside my territory. And I said, I would like to meet you. I'd like to take you out for lunch. Um, you know, I explained I was starting a small um, heating and air conditioning company in Dayton, Ohio. But I would like to meet you, take you out for lunch, ask you a series of questions, and I would gladly give you $100 for your time. Now today, in 1990, $100 is probably worth $250 today. So it, it was... Um, it was a good amount for an hour's worth of time back then. And out of the three, I had one person, one company, reach out, Mark Swepston. Uh, today, he's probably chairman of the board of Atlas Butler Heating in Columbus, Ohio. Mark reached out to me, spent all day with me. I wore a suit. He wore a service um, uniform and uh, spent all day with me, wouldn't let me buy him lunch, wouldn't take my $100 and he became a mentor friend uh, of mine, you know, up till today. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I did that, but um, I didn't use Mark and not in a using way, but I didn't have the skill to use Mark in a better way um, because I didn't know what I didn't know. Okay. So, uh, I also learned that screwing up is part of the process of learning. And I let pride get in the way when I would screw up. It was a pride issue instead of just saying I screwed up. And number three, I set some goals, but they just weren't big enough. And I didn't understand what they should have been. Again, I, I go back to I didn't know what I didn't know. I did not know how to be specific. I did not know how to set clear uh, goals um, or specific goals. You know, I was at a kitchen table working in a small 800 square foot ranch. And my goal as I looked out my back window was just to get into a garage back there. That was a goal. And uh, yeah, it was a good goal, but it wasn't specific and it wasn't clear. What, what are we gonna do when we get there? You know, how much revenue do you want to do this year? How much revenue do you want to do next year? That was not in my mindset. It was survival mode. It was don't make mistakes, just survive. Uh, or don't let anyone see you make mistakes. That's a better way of putting it. So, uh, you know, I didn't know anything about uh, key performance indicators, which are known as KPIs. I didn't know anything about metrics. They were foreign to me. And uh, so I didn't know what I didn't know. And I should have learned those things. 
I also found out that plans always fail when there's lack of plans. <laughs> uh, I was focused on surviving instead of learning the process of setting goals. Uh, it was survival mode. That's all. And uh, by not knowing how to set goals, I was not growing fast enough and I grew extremely too slow. Now, I have learned um, coaching businesses now for the past 16 years. I have learned that uh, growing too fast without systems in place will take you under faster than lack of capital. But I also know that too slow of growth will not get you very far either. So there's definitely a balance uh, that has to take place. You have to be growing fast enough, not too slow, not too fast, but you have to put really good solid systems in place, systems of how to run a business, systems of what you want done, systems of um, the way you want your business to run which I point, this is the McAfee way. I use this card, that's why it sits here. And uh, you, you have to have a way of doing business. So by not knowing how to set goals, I grew way too slow. Number four, thinking I had to prove something all the time. And that was just a personal issue. Again, it could have been the way I was raised. I don't know. I have met people throughout the years that seem to have to prove something too, but this is my problems. This is what I've learned. This is what I would have done differently. These were my five mistakes. It's not a healthy mindset to constantly have to prove something to someone. And sometimes you don't even know who that someone is. And it does not make for a healthy environment for your team, for yourself, for your family, constantly having to prove something. Now, probably because I was told that I would never accomplish much or that I would never get McAfee heating off the ground or that I would never be successful and that my first air duct cleaning was the biggest, air duct cleaning truck was the biggest mistake I ever purchased. Even though that truck, I've had seven or eight trucks since then and maybe 10 and made multi-millions of dollars in air duct cleaning, you know, even though that took place, I was told I would, that was a big mistake buying that truck and I would never make it in business. But, you know, being told that, um, I felt that I had to. Now, how don't, now don't get me wrong, because that's a great motivation when someone tells you you can't do something. Um, but don't let it define you. And I let it define me. I did. I let it define me. I worked, like I told you earlier, I, I worked really hard trying not to fail instead of trying to succeed more and putting systems in place. Now, when I had the wrong people around me telling me what I did wrong instead of what I was doing right, I had to choose the people who were going to be around me. And, and that included some family members because I was being told more what I was doing wrong than what I was doing right. and Everybody needs a little encouragement of what you're doing right. And uh, so I had to decide who I was going to hang around. The truth is there will always be judgment in life. And there will always be someone telling me 
that I'm not smart enough or that I'm not thin enough or I'm not successful enough or I should have done it this way or I should have done it that way. I can't change the way people think. The good news is I've learned that I don't have to. Today, I believe in myself with confidence and I have others around me who believe in me too. Five mistakes that I made. I think this was this is one of the best um, because it was a it was a mistake. If you noticed, a lot of these mistakes I made was in how I thought. My thought process was wrong. Today I teach and coach, and I and I tell a lot of people you're thinking wrong because I thought wrong for a long time. But I thought number five is I thought too small. I really did. Today, if you know me, it you would probably find that hard to believe that, that I thought too small. But for probably eight to ten years in my business, first eight to ten years of business, thank God I made it that far. When the average business goes out of business the first year, 50% go out of business the first year, and then a higher percentage go out the second year, and all the way up through five. You make it to five, you're pretty solid. But very few make it to five years. But I've mentioned on these podcasts a few times, um, not long ago, that my best friend and financial advisor, Kelly Ammon, still best friends today, he told me um, that I'd be worth much more than I thought I would be worth. I was thinking too small. Um especially when it came to where I was going and where I'd be and what I would have and what I'd accomplish. I was thinking too small for a very long time. I focused on the small things and I didn't learn how to even take enough vacations for my family. I would and did take advice from anyone who I thought was smarter than me or accomplished more than me. I was in a home servicing um one time and uh, the customer, um, very expensive home, and the customer owned about five or six nursing homes at the time. And he was probably in his late 70s. And I asked him, can you give advice to a young businessman? And he thought about it for a minute and he said, you know, uh, the best advice I can give you is take multiple three or four day long weekends. He said, you don't need long weeks off, but you need several a year of three to four day weekends. Take your family, get out of town, go do something different. Um, and that will make all the difference in the world in your, in your marriage, in your family, and in your business. And, and I did that. And as soon as I heard that, I did, we did that. We, we took multiple three and four day weekends and got away. But my small thinking uh, did not allow me to think that way until I got good advice. And that's why I think coach, that's why I know that business coaching is extremely important, especially if your business coach has been there, done that, and done it better than most, because they're going to give you advice that you'd probably never come up with on your own, or it would take years to come up with on your own, and you can learn much quicker 
than I learned. And that's why I'm a solid, firm believer in forming a board of advisors, as well as having a good mentor like Mark Swepston was to me. So I focused on the small things and I didn't learn how to take enough vacations or create a bigger image sooner for my company. Um, I didn't even, I didn't even learn how to pay myself more. I didn't even pay myself for the first 18 months. I was so concerned about failing that I put all the money back into the company and I put the majority of the profits back into the company for multiple years, maybe 25 because I was really concerned about building the company and making it work. And I put the majority of the profits back into the company for years. Now, little, little did I know that I built a comfort zone. Um, even though to some, I was a great risk taker. Um, so with that in mind, I learned that I actually, I only have an audience of one. And the only thing, the only, per, the only one I have to prove anything to or do anything for is God. That's my audience. If I can please God, uh, that's all I need to please. I don't need to please you. I don't need to please anybody else. I don't need to please um, outside of my wife and children. I don't need to please any of my family. I don't need to please my friends. They may not like what I do. As long as God does, that's my audience of one. And then I had to determine after that, that those I hang around should be much more successful than those that I was hanging around. That way it would be much harder to impress them. In other words, those that thought I was a great risk taker, that's fine and great. But I needed to hang around people who thought I wasn't such a great risk taker and I needed to risk more. That would push me more and get me out of my comfort zone, which I was building. Five mistakes that I personally made in business. I didn't learn how to set up or be a professional managed business early enough. I thought I had to do everything perfect and looked at mistakes as if I were failing. I set some goals, but they weren't big enough and I did not understand what they should have been. I didn't know what I didn't know. I thought I had to prove something all the time. And then lastly, I just thought too small. It's this simple folks. If you think small, you will stay small. And I did for the first 15 to 20 years. I was extremely small. And if you stay small, you'll experience much less in life than you could have had you thought bigger and dreamed bigger and made things happen bigger. So if you think big, you will expand your possibilities, you'll expand your opportunities, and you'll expand your adventures. And that will make life and business much better 
than it is today. I hope you've learned something from my five mistakes. And it didn't take me long to come up with these five mistakes. I could easily come up with another five and then another five and another five. So these aren't my only five mistakes, but they're, I think, five of the greatest mistakes I made in my first 20 years in business. I finally started learning more, hanging around smarter people, more successful people, trying to please only God and not everybody else. So I hope this helps you. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can always support this Greg McAfee podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll try to keep challenging you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No underscores, no spaces. Be sure to tune in next week. I'll keep challenging you. We're doing these now every Thursday, by the way. Every Thursday, I'll come out with a new podcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on. God bless and make it a great week.